like the Okay. And we're live. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee Time with Marie Teresi and CPA. Good morning, Pedro. How are you? I'm doing very well, Marie. <laughs> doing very well. Wonderful. Um, I want to welcome everyone that has uh, joined the show. Those of you who are returning to the show, thank you for coming back. And it means that you're getting so much value that you always come back. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, thank you for uh, joining. Um, give us a thumbs up or a hands up in the comments and we'll know that you are new and welcome to this show. Uh, of course, welcome to our uh, listeners as well, um, since we are on uh, audio podcast as well on uh, multiple channels, actually about 10 of them, um, you know, such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and such. Um, you can uh, find that information on mariethersum.com slash podcast, and you'll see the, the podcast there you can download, or you can find the channels that you can listen to over there. Um, of course, don't forget to uh, subscribe, like the channels that you are using to listen or watch us on, uh, so that you always know when we're going to go live. And uh, so let's get started. Just a quick intro about me. I'm Marie Teresian. I'm a certified public accountant, advisor, and a coach. Um, coaching is the new area that I'm focusing on helping entrepreneurs and small business owners to increase uh, their, um, you know, revenues by helping them through sales and, and marketing uh, materials with Grand Cardone. Um, so I'm very excited about that expansion in, in our business um, and excited to help a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, also wanted to share my, uh, you know, um, I'm also the creator of uh, Valuation MT Methodology, which is a very specific methodology I use with business owners who have reached their first million to get to 10 million or more. Um, and that's uh, more on the financial side of things. Um, I'm an author of a couple of books, um, The Business Owner's Guide uh, to Operational Accounting. That is an ebook. book um, I'll, uh, I'll always have the links in the chats. And also Business Owner's, uh, uh, sorry, A Complete Guide to, <laughs> to Business Growth. That's the, the book that's available on Kindle. And you can listen to it uh, free, actually, if you have a Kindle Unlimited. Um, with that, of course, I always have my, my tax colleague, uh, Pedro Gonzalez. We did say good morning, but Pedro, please introduce yourself to our uh, audience. Yes, uh, Pedro Gonzalez, your business and tax strategist. Uh, we are here to help you specifically in, in three uh, strong fronts, uh, which is a cash flow management. Improve your cash flow. Cash flow is the lifeblood of any business, regardless of the size of the business and industry. Uh, tax uh, management, which is uh, help you uh, minimize uh, the tax liability, taxation erodes uh, the wealth of any, again, any individual and business. And then through exit strategies to help you uh, build a, a strong business. So then when you are ready to exit, you have uh, the, the proper valuation for your business. Uh, I have said before, we're all going to exit. It just depends on how we're going to exit. So uh, that's how we help uh, our clients. Uh, I have uh, issued a, an ebook, a free ebook on the real estate investing strategies. Uh, has been well received. Uh, and uh, I encourage, uh, you know, those that are interested even just to explore some of the how to get, or even if you are already into real estate, there are some uh, topics in there that you'll see that can help uh, your business. And uh, uh, immediately, you're going to see some some changes in, in your uh, 
uh, tax situation when, when he deals with uh, real estate investing. Uh, it comes with an e-course, a uh, seven-day e-course, and then uh, newsletters that will continue helping providing you tips uh, on real estate investing and taxation. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pedro. This is a lot of exciting materials, and I know you're doing great, great work. Um, just to uh, do a quick summary of what we've talked about in the past few episodes. Well, when I say few, the past 29 episodes. Guys, by the way, we have hit 30 episodes. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, we're going to be hitting 50 soon. It's like halfway mark for us. So 100 episodes is the goal. Um, so 30th episode in the past 29 episodes, we've been talking about a variety of uh, things from, um, you know, we did a series on tax planning. Uh, we've talked about self-employment quite a lot. So if you are self-employed, please make sure to go back and check some of those other videos. Um, you know, in all of the, on, on YouTube especially, you will see all the description of what we've talked about, so it's easy to find. Um, also, we've talked about, you know, 1099, we've talked about employee tax retention credit, we've talked about how to cut down your costs, how to um, um, talk about uh, entrepreneurship, mindset, motivation, discipline. I mean, we are talking anything and everything business strategies to help you grow your business. Um, so today, um, we were actually in between two different, you know, uh, ideas of what to talk about. So we can start with, you know, how to, you know, basically the, the top line of the business is, is going to be very important, you know, sales, right? So this is something that is, you know, crucial for any business and, uh, and how it really impacts the growth and value of the business as well. So um pedro you you mentioned this was an area you know obviously it's going to be um important for the business's cash flow uh, what are some of your thoughts that you want to bring on board and then i can you know jump in when, when, when needed <laughs> yeah you know when, when we're looking at uh, a successful business you know what can make or break a business or what you know you can in some cases you see two two businesses in the same industry same size one tends to be ahead of the other one tends to dominate the other one start kind of falls behind one of the areas is obviously sales you know your ability to uh, bring that product into the market and uh, be able then to uh, get your your process moving as far as your inventory you know uh, and so one of the areas that we, we you and I were talking about how you know the, the, the connection in essence so we look at the connection between the income statement and the, and the balance sheet or sales and cash flow you know what i mean how how is it that the two can come together so uh, <clears throat> you can have a very um good product but if you don't if you cannot get that product into the con consumer's hands then yep. your business dies you know your cash flow process requires that that, that sales uh, mechanism in place yes. to ensure that that product makes it into the market now followed by that is the <coughs> proper pricing you know again yeah. you can have a very good product you can have a very good uh, sales team a very good uh, sale mechanism uh, in place it could be yourself a solo a solo entrepreneur uh, you're very good right. at selling your your own product but then if the product's not pr priced properly you might be selling but then you're going to see that the gross profit margin is very thin and right. it relates. And then you can see then your bank statement uh, not, is, is almost like it's not there. 
I mean, yeah. I have received many times, many calls, like, you know, I sell, I sell, and I'm moving. I'm moving my inventory, but I don't see it in the bank. Right. And many times it is, is because of the pricing, the pricing structure. And that's the reason why they're selling is because they're underpriced. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Sometimes uh, either uh, intentionally, sometimes unintentionally, because you're not keeping your eyes on the market. You don't know how to properly value your own product. And you could probably make some uh, a small change in your pricing and see the improvement immediately on your cash flow. So yeah. on the other side of, of the equation is, and, and then is uh, what we call, you know, we accountants look at it, the balance sheet, an area that balance sheet that tends to be ignored because a lot of times you see a lot of focus on the, on the income, and the sales and net income. Yes. <laughs> but the other area that gets ignored is the, uh, and it's more, it's more related to the cash flow. You know, the, the income statement is about the sales. You can reflect that, that we're selling uh, and you can show a bottom line that says uh, we're net income after all my expenses are paid. But then on the other side is cash flow. And, yeah. and I have mentioned before, like uh, cash flow is the lifeblood of the business. Again, you can be selling, 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 but if you're, if you're not uh, uh, cash flow healthy, your business dies. Absolutely. Even though you, you know you have this mechanism in place, that, you know you see that your inventory is moving, but then your business dies, and then how can that be? Because again, you probably are not looking at the other side of the equation, which is your cash flow, and and you have to monitor that. And in a lot of people probably started noticing this during the the COVID because there was a slowdown. See, as long as the machine is moving. You probably don't feel it. Yeah, I mean, even though you can, you know, somebody like yourself will probably look at their other financial. You can put together a trend, and you oh can, yeah, you can potentially see. That, listen, uh, Pedro, yeah. uh, you you're selling, but listen, you you do you're very thin margin, and at any moment you can encounter a problem. But I'm I'm not saying, but Maria, I'm, I'm selling. You know, what I mean, look at my bank. Yes, things are moving, but you you're you're because of your gross profit any any anything goes wrong and 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 then you immediately could end up in in trouble so what happened in the COVID is you saw a slowdown a lot of people start seeing then the problem of the thin margin you know what i mean so yes. that's when you saw a lot of people oh i now i can, if even if for one little um widget i don't sell i can feel it and not able to pay my bills and so on absolutely so on the other side comes in especially for businesses that deal on I'm using let's say let's use a a, a retail that uh, operates on credit. You know, so you're gonna have vendors, you're gonna yes, have vendors on credit, mm -hmm. and then you can have inventory. Three factors that tend to either make or break a business. If you're not managing that, you're not managing your inventory, you're not managing your receivables, and then you don't have a very strong relationship with your vendors. You can you can break your business. So it's an area that again. Uh, we we look into our businesses to help them uh, improve that area because again inventory management as long as uh, the inventory is, is moving you if well you actually when you break it down you sometimes you see that there you have some stale inventory meaning that's inventory that is sitting and you're not you're not getting out your ability to move uh, your inventory what we call the inventory turnover it, it, it will uh, again make or break a business. You know, it is your ability to turn that inventory into cash flow. So the faster you can do this, that rotation that you do in your inventory can make it the same. It could again, it will be how strong you are in your financials. Uh, and so the more older, stale inventory you have in your inventory, 
it's going to be hard because then that inventory one is not only stale is probably damaged it's probably uh, obsolete and so how what are you going to do you bought it at a certain price for example technology you know technology is moving so fast that if you're into that industry an iphone 11 or 12 is no longer has the value when you had that inventory here or two years ago so if you still have some, those kind of iphones 11 or 12 in your inventory what are you going to do the same happened with uh, the automobiles and so on you know there's certain technology computers and so on that it it, it it loses value within a short amount of time very quickly yes yes yeah. so, you know you have to be on top of that uh and and uh so then your inventory uh gets uh, uh you know kind of flush it out of, out of your financials so then you convert that quickly into cash flow and again this this is this applies to even the, the solopreneur working out of a garage or selling amazon uh you know product <laughs> filled with i don't know boxes or whatever and you have to be able is to convert that those boxes into cash because that inventory one either you bought it on cash meaning that now you you have uh you you took liquidity and converted into an illiquid asset or you bought it on credit meaning i i owe uh, a vendor for this uh, inventory and i better convert this quickly because i want to maintain a healthy relationship with my vendor because that's going to guarantee me that I can go back to that vendor and demonstrate, listen, I need another, whatever, another large order of those same boxes because I can demonstrate, I can get this moving. I want it on credit. That's the ideal situation. Otherwise, the vendor is going to obligate you to pay on cash. Now, you know, so you have to upfront the money. Now you put those boxes in, into your warehouse and you have to be able to move that, that inventory yeah yeah no I, I i'm 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 totally with you on this one and uh yeah going going back to the the pricing that's so key and that's uh, one of the areas that you know we implement through evaluation mt which is the letter u utilizing value pricing strategies exactly. uh to to make sure that there's not only the, the pricing is correct but there is value in that pricing and then the the margin is calculated into it properly because otherwise you know you're just you know pricing and this this really is part of a an experience i had with a a, a client as when i was a consultant um where you know he was like you said the, the inventory was moving there was a lot of big contracts coming in the top line was doing great great sales team exactly like what you're saying was like was my experience and this is how it came about but there was like the margins were off there was just no way it was not making money and um and that's kind of what prompted me to put this very unique uh you know uh pro process to make sure that you know we can help you know business owners with that pricing part it's very important part of it um the other thing that i've noticed as well and as you mentioned going into the balance sheet is for example i've had another client where it's a it's a medical practice that um you know they record the you know, the cash coming in from you know let's say the claims that they are getting paid but they're completely disregarding the claims that have been submitted for work already performed yeah. right they're technically receivables right that's yeah. cash yeah. getting expected to come in that's a very strong uh position on the balance sheet when you have receivables of let's say hundred thousand two hundred thousand i don't know a million yeah and even though you're not paid but the the performance has been done. The, you have seen the patient. You have, uh, you know, you've earned that 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 claim, and you're just getting waiting to be paid. So that's definitely something that they need to record on the mm -hmm. balance sheet. 
and, and show that they've earned. So now the PNL is going to show that revenue earned and the, the balance sheet is going to show the asset that's uh, related to that. The cash is not there yet, but at least it's still showing that strong position of I have receivables that I'm just waiting to get paid for. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, and that's another area that gets uh, at times, uh, you know, uh, again, the, the balance sheet is uh, many times neglected. It's like the ugly yes, dog. Yes. You know what I mean? uh, <laughs> it gets neglected. Uh, you know, people, uh, I think most entrepreneurs are familiar with the profit and loss or income statement, uh, you know, sales. Uh, they, they are at least aware that the sales and they look at their sales numbers. They look at the net, net income numbers. But the other area that gets ignored is is that balance sheet, and that is gonna determine its cash flow. And if you if you uh, are not able, like you were saying about the receivable, now the receivables are, are reflected in your financials as earned. So you're gonna see sales numbers, but it's not in the bank yet. So right. that's why many times you see uh, business owners like, you listen, uh, I'm profitable, yes, on paper, but yes, not, not on the, not, not on the bank. Yeah, cash yes. Flow. yes. So, and many times it also don't, don't make a correlation of the cost of, of financing, meaning that, for example, a lot of professionals, what, what happens is that you, you're on, on credit, you, know, you perform services, either be a, a doctor. So in this case, uh, the, the billing is not me uh, for, per se, you know, because I'm paying with my, my insurance, is the insurance becomes now their customer, you know, the, the receivable is the, the insurance company. Now, the longer it takes for me to take collect that, and how well I prepare my billing, how how quickly or how I do my follow-ups to make sure that I can shorten the period right. of time between the, the invoicing, the performance of the service. Like you said, you know, I attended a Pedro today and I need to convert that, that let's assume only one bill that says it's Pedro, uh, I attended it today, April 28th, how quickly I can convert this or by, let's say no later than May 15th or or, or yes. no later than, let's say 30 days by, by May 27th, I can bring those dollars back into my my bank, and the reason is a lot of professionals work with lines of credit. You know what I mean. So banks are are you know as long as you can show and demonstrate that you have the ability to to generate revenue, they'll give you a line of credit. Now there's a cost involved to that, because the the and that's why sometimes they they don't see the impact because I'm able to pay my bills, but if instead of thirty days it takes me sixty days, so that's two months of financing that I have had to pay to collect that. So again, if I, my gross profit margin is then it's that, that interest is eating into that. It's the cost yeah. of, of doing business. So I need to be able to shorten that, that period. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And another thing that just popped in my mind, which is, you know, uh, for example, the, some, the example you were giving the, uh, you know, I see the, the patient Pedro, and then, you know, there's a process, processing time right that the that's an internal processing so for example if i'm expected that once i submit um paperwork to the insurance agent the insurance company it's going to take them 45 days to to pay me so there has to be an internal process where okay i see the patient i submit the 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 claim within let's say one or two days so i don't delay it so this brings me to another area of valuation mt where we actually focus on building processes you know creating a walkthrough of what is my process i see the patient then how many days after do i you know build the insurance company so that my return or the cash flow uh, you know is coming in within a specific you know timeline 
So then now we're building the cash flow management into it. So the processes are going to help the cash flow management as well. So yeah, I, I mean these are these are things that most business owners are not paying attention to because they're just focusing on top line, bottom line. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's just way so many other pieces of the puzzle going in the middle of it that if you don't put all the right structures into the place, um, you know the profitability is going to eventually uh, die out. Yeah, and so you know now. With that said about the valuation, now moving into then valuation and exit, you know, the importance of that, what we just discussed right now, and how that plays into your valuation of your business is another aspect. A lot of times entrepreneurs do not realize the value of their own business. You right. know, I mean, I've discussed it many times uh, that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are in essence equity rich. They just don't know that their business has a value. You know what I mean? They see it. They, they're getting, in essence, their, their paycheck and almost their, their business. You know, not all, but, you know, it, you can tell some 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 of them is almost like a job. I have it. I created my own my own job. Yeah. But an entrepreneur uh, has a different mindset. And that is I want to build value. I want to build a business that has value uh, because it has to be outside of my own, you know, it can exist on, on its own. So what we just discussed, creating that system, you know what I mean? Like you said, you know, the, the having that system is, is a, a critical aspect of, of how, how, you know, me, you know, as a buyer, yeah. you have to put yourself on the shoes of the buyer. Buyers are buying is, is cash flow. You know what I mean? They're not interested on, uh, you know, well, the, the bottom line, what they're buying is cash flow. Your ability to, to you know, how quickly and your systems that you have in place to convert either the inventory or receivables into liquidity. Yes. So you have to be able to demonstrate that. And that is going to add value. That's going to increase your value. That's going to make a difference between your business and, and somebody else's business. When you implement those systems, you can have, again, two businesses uh, equal in, in size and in industry. But if one can, can show consistently that has a very clean system in place, it will be easier for me to absorb that business and either absorb it into my own existing business or for me to to uh, in essence uh, buy it but not me uh uh the business in essence owning me i own the business and i can easily let the business continue because it has a system in place it has the, the proper management in place they know what to do they know about their billing that you know as long as they continue following that the method my the business now only all he did is change on the top the ownership but I can continue that same mechanism as long as I keep it in place. I know I can follow, let's say, the last two or three years that I've been reviewing this financials. It has a clean process of collections, of billing. It has a clean process of inventory management. It has a good pricing mm -hmm. of, of products. It's, it's a good business. I, it increases the value. <coughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's why, I mean, you know, part of, you know, tracking key performance indicators is, is very important for businesses and something that we implement as well as part of valuation MT process. Yeah. Um, KPIs basically means that, you know, we're tracking specific, uh, ratios, whether it's the, you know, gross profit margin, yeah. it could be the liquidity, it could be the, the cash positions. So there's different, uh, KPIs that business owners should be tracking and not just only for themselves year over year, it should also be you know, compared to their industry specifically. And we have, you know, all the, the technology to do that. 
Um, and uh, that's going to actually help keep guiding them in the right direction and make sure yeah. they are performing better uh, than the, the industry. And when they start performing better, then they can ask for, you know, they're going to get a higher valuation, first yeah. of all. And then they can actually, if they have all their systems in place, they can actually ask for an even higher premium because they have structures in place. Exactly. And that's <laughs> the part that, you know, exactly, Marie. And that's the part that many times they don't realize. I mean, their own valuation, you know what I mean? And that's why you can see a big difference between, again, two businesses, even, uh, you know, one across the street of the other. And you wonder why that one is demanding, in essence, a higher, and I can demonstrate the reason why, you know what I mean? And that is, again, the systems in place that the business has that can, uh, will support that value. You know what I mean? That you know, when you look at their financial, the two has the same level of revenues, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> one has a better system in place, meaning I can easily absorb this one compared to the other one. You know, either, yeah. either has antiquated uh, processes or it's a little bit, uh, you know, it will take, I will have to invest additional monies. Right, right, in right. Getting that, uh, that business, they're already hired Marie, you know what I mean? And so they cleaned up everything. They have everything. Exactly. In place, you know what exactly. I mean? So versus the other one, the two, again, it's same. One is asking more because they already invested. They have already, the, the investment they made a couple of years back is already paying off. The value is there. And and again, a savvy investor will see the the the, the value in that business. Absolutely. And, and you just reminded me, you know, I, I covered the whole valuation MT methodology on a 10, 10, 10 week series on Clubhouse. You know, if you recall, it was like in, you know, pretty much took all of my January, February, half of March. Um, and it was so funny. On one, on one of one of the, the weekly episodes, uh, a lady come on, came on, 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 on board, uh, up on the stage, you know, the virtual audio stage. <laughs> And um, and she was actually sharing, and she waited until almost at the end, and she said, "You know, I couldn't leave without actually saying something." And she said, "You are saying, like, you're literally talking about something I went through." And I said, "Well, share, please share. This is the whole platform for that, you know, sharing information." And she said that um, she she had gotten her company to up to fifty million. I mean, this is amazing already. Yeah. Um, and then she was getting ready to sell her business. And so when the investors came in, they brought in, you know, a whole, you know, accounting team to kind of go through the books and, and, you know, and literally they were pulling things apart. And as they were asking her questions, her valuation was coming much lower uh, than she expected. And she told me that all the stuff you've covered in the whole process so far, you know, valuation and the, 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 the KPIs, the, the processes, that's how important it was. She actually learned so much from the process. She ended up not being able to sell. The investor was not interested. Right. But because she went through the whole process that they forced her upon, forced upon her, she learned so much from the process. She ended up implementing all of the stuff she learned from the process yeah. and continued growing her business on her own. But she said yeah. that was like the biggest wake-up call for her when yeah. she lost an opportunity to actually sell because there were so many pieces of the puzzle still missing. I think it was already at 50 million. Yeah, and, and, and that's, again, the part that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs do not understand. Why is it, for example, I encourage people at least five years prior, you know, getting ready for a, an exit, you know. So, and the reason is, uh, uh, you know, if you're going to sell today, 
the the implementation of some of the processes uh, takes uh, takes at least a year to two years to 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 see the benefits. Exactly. Uh, you know, some of them will be immediate, but uh, again, to uh, to reflect on the financials. I mean, the not necessarily the process right, right, the right. immediate result, but for them to reflect on financials. Uh, right, it will right. take uh, many times uh, uh, up to two years. So many times uh, what has happened is, uh, and I have seen in multiple cases of uh, uh, situation where people are either buying or selling their businesses, and when I'm, I'm being involved in, either, in both sides, is that, you know, sometimes uh, uh, a, a buyer will ask for not only two, but in some cases five years of financial. That's why I look at a five year to prepare just in case, because, yeah. uh, you know, you might have had a strong year or two years, but if uh, all of a sudden they ask you, listen, uh, we like what we see so far, but give me give me a couple more years back, and then right. it, you know, I mean, uh, your numbers do not yeah. support. Absolutely, and so for example, that's why I like to have yeah. the five years because that way you're prepared. You know, strong financials. Your your tax returns are are you know coincide. Everything you know everything flows. Yes. Looking at and whatever cleanup you have to do, do it. I mean, because it it does pay off, and certain things uh, pay off more than others. Like and 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 uh, you know you hear realtors telling you you know, where to invest your money, so the value of your home uh, goes uh, higher. You know, where, uh, where do you get the, the most bang for the dollar? You know what I mean? When, when you go into preparing your home for sale, the same yeah. for your business. There are certain areas that will it will immediately, or at least you get more more uh, return on your investment. You know, if if you have to choose between, and not, not to say that a website is not important. I mean, yes, have a website. But if I, yes. if I had to choose between a, a good website in having uh, investing some dollars and improving my my for example my receivable process, investing in receivable process because it, it, it will pay off more than having uh, nice uh, I don't know uh, 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 letterheads and I invest in a logo and yeah you know, again that's important. Yeah. <laughs> but if I have to choose, I mean, uh, you know, if I'm buying your business, I'm not necessarily buying your logo. I'm buying your systems. I'm buying your cash flow. That's where your, your dollars are going to pay off the, the most. Exactly. And, and I, I just thought of another, uh, you know, comparison we could do here. Uh, you know, for example, when, when someone's going to sell their home, they invest maybe 20000 to get what? Like forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 value increase when they're ready to sell, yeah. right? So business owners should really, really think through. If you're not investing in your business to put in systems, and especially on the financial side of things, you're just leaving money on the table because you are not even yeah. taking care of yeah. your biggest asset. You are not. Your house is not your biggest asset. Your business is. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you really have to be comfortable to say, oh, I I'm ready to spend 30000 50000 in my business to put structure in place because when I sell my business in three years, I'm going to be able to ask for a premium because I have structure, I have things running, the gears are all running correctly, and I'm going to make that money up in, in five, six times, right? So if you're thinking, I'm going to save, I'm going to wait, I'm going to DIY it myself, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. It's yep. just not going to happen. So yep. uh, this is not a ha just a, a bare house you can paint the wall. So, you yeah. know, <laughs> yes. it's, it's just not. Yeah. Um, so, um, okay, so we are already at 30, uh, 30 plus uh, minutes. So, and we do try to keep uh, our, our um, you know, show within the 30 minute timeline because we know business owners are, are busy uh, running their businesses and uh, we want to be cognizant of their time. Um, 
So I wanted to to kind of leave you all with the the, the same quote that I leave you with every time, um, you know, with from uh, Jim Ron, um, and it's uh, you are the average of the five people you spend most of the time with. I uh, hope that we are the two of the five people you are spending your time with. Uh, just uh, make sure to uh, follow us on different social media channels. Follow the channels here, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Make sure to also like and share. I mean, don't keep this to yourself. Share the videos, share the audio, uh, so that more business owners and entrepreneurs can get this excellent, excellent information we're putting out there. So with that, we'll see you all next week, Thursday at 10 a.m. Have a great day. Okay, take care.